0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: New teams in the NASCAR Cup Series is exactly what we wanted, and I'd say it's exactly what we're getting. Another team announcement was made the other day, actually yesterday. Team Stange Racing is joining the NASCAR Cup Series on a part-time basis in 2022, and plans to expand for more um, in the season. The reason we know that, well, the CEO of the team, John Staines Jr., joins the show, the Drivers Meeting Podcast, with us today. He's going to talk all about uh, their team goals for the season, their past history being based out of Chicago, and um – the most interesting part is is what made them join the NASCAR Cup Series and the partners that go along with it. So, uh, a lot of cool stuff dropped in in the podcast here today. But wow, a new team in the NASCAR Cup Series. We'll get to it next. <laughs> to our sponsor bet online for sponsoring the show um, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action you know the deal uh, a lot of stuff coming up hey it's march march madness is coming up very soon make sure to get your bets in for that you know everybody uh is going crazy when march comes around march madness is here so know a lot of stuff's going on with baseball but we got the nba still going on get your boxing odds in the ufc um everything in on bet online is that is the place to be ladies and gentlemen so get your bets in the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action head over to the website or use your mobile devices to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code b-l-e-a-v that's believe to get started not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds as I noted from sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games the right way. BetOnline where the game starts. So man, who would have bet on a new team entry being announced the weekend after Las Vegas? Well, I certainly wouldn't, but it happened. Team stage Racing uh, is on the NASCAR circuit for 2022, and that's what this podcast episode is going to be dedicated to because I had the privilege of talking to the CEO of the program, John Staines Jr. He joins the show. And, hey, without further ado, let's get to the interview.
0: We never could expand to the Cup Series because uh, it was too hard. With the steel bodies and with everything being in, in, in North Carolina, it was too hard to operate out of Chicago. And then this next-gen car made it so much easier for us. So... Uh, yeah,
1: do you feel like it's when that kinda cool. when that kind of came along, was that kind of like the the light bulb that went off? Like we we need to get into the Cup Series. Well,
0: you know what? What really did it? What's really kind of cool is do you want me? To, you, um, can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. All good. Oh, okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah. No, what really what what's really unique about this whole deal is this started out as a as an IndyCar program. So, I'm sure you 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 looked us up a little bit and you saw that 2018 19 we moved the team into the IndyCar world uh, mm-hmm. from the our, our uh, NASCAR K and N stuff and doing a bunch of driver testing and development because that's kind of what we did. You know, our last our last ARCA race was I think it was. Uh, uh, John Gustafson was our driver, and that was in Greenville, that was, our last, sorry, that was our last K&N race. I think that was in 17 or 16, I can't remember what year it was, but we were doing a lot of driver development work, we were doing a lot of testing, we were about an hour away from the Ileana Motor Speedway, and the team was doing more development work and testing more things, You know, testing some parts, testing drivers, we were doing that more for us as a, as a business. And sponsorship was so hard back in those days, you know, so hard to try to sell a company on an ARCA program or a K and N program for two reasons. A, when 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 they hear the word NASCAR, all the sponsors always want to be, Well, we want to be in that series with Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Gordon. Then you tell them no, yeah. this is the development series, then they lose all their hope. They well, they lose all their interest. And ARCA really being so far away from Nascar it doesn't even incorporate Nascar in their name which is really kind of foolish. Um, it made that even impossible to sell. And uh, K&N was a little bit easier because you know, it was the NASCAR K&N series. So that made it easier to to try to sell some stuff. But it was still hard. And, you know, during those times, you know, motorsport kind of got a little shaky back in the 15, 16, 17, 18 years. So, so we, took, we worked really hard in 2018 and um, put a deal together to go IndyCar racing. I'll tell you a funny story. We had a really nice program put together. My my sister runs an agency called Game Day Gateway. And Game Day Gateway um, is really kind of a unique business. Um, Game Day Gateway Naming Rights is their company. So they dealt with a lot of the big brands, and the Bacardi's the, the, the and the Budweiser's and so forth. And they do a lot of big deals with the soccer leagues, the NFL, the NBA, MLB, all that stuff. And uh, what was really unique was we got an introduction to um, one of the big liquor companies. And I would love to tell you the name, but I can't because of NDAs and all. We signed a deal in 2018, and in the fall, uh, summer, fall 2018, to do a full-time. Uh, Indy 500 deal for 19, and uh, it, it was a business to business deal with uh, with a C store, and they were going to carry their liquor. Well, the C store market is really kind of kind of interesting because not every convenience store sells liquor. So this was a big chain with five thousand, six thousand stores. So it was great for this brand. Okay, we're going to put our liquor, our liquor in you know five thousand stores, and then the store came back and said, well. <clears throat> only three thousand stores have a liquor license. Okay, we'll do three thousand, and then came back. The state laws changed. Now we're only down to seventeen hundred stores. And then before you knew it, there's only about six or seven hundred stores that can take liquor. And the company that was going to sponsor the program said, no, it just doesn't make sense for us. There's not enough volume there. It, it, it doesn't make good B two B sense anymore. So that deal blew up and. We were fortunate enough to uh, uh, put the put the deal together with MotorGator, which was a beautiful deal, beautiful program. MotorGator is a company um, that was was new to the U.S. The best way to describe MotorGator, MotorGator is more of a investment type company. They invest in a lot of consumer brand products in the automotive world that you probably never even heard of. Companies like uh, the new one that they were going to bring to market was Lucid Up and they're invested in some electric motor companies for the little electric motors that you power vacuums and saws and all that kind of stuff. And they were going to do a really big push for some consumer brands. And their first product was going to be loose it up, which is a, which is a, um, a super lubricant, like a, a WD 40. And, uh, they bought, they bought that brand and, uh, they were, that was going to be their first brand they were going to launch so the Indy 500 was kind of there getting their feet wet, and they loved it. They had a, they, they had a great time there. Um, it was a great race. Things were perfect. And they said, okay, we're we're, we're gearing up. We're going to do this. We put some retail deals together for them. And they were going to do a full-time program with us in 2020. And we had a uh, – we were going to do it. We, we had a great partnership and technical partnership with Andretti on the IndyCar side. Mm-hmm. And uh, – it was going to be a really cool deal. And then 2020 happened or, or COVID happened in 2020 and blew that program out of the water. And they backed out this. We're not going to bring any products to the U S right now, or, or let alone anywhere because of, um, you know, because of that. Um, so the parent company of motor Gator kind of parked that, parked that deal. So we were kind of left scrambling again. And, um, what I do you know one of the, you know I'm involved in a handful of different things, different businesses you know one thing I do that I got involved with a few years ago is I broker very large crypto deals, so I'll broker you know really big bitcoin deals i'll I'll deal with you know big families and and you know big family offices that I you know, spend a lot of money and buy bitcoin or, or transform their their cash position to crypto mm-hmm. And uh, doing that, I was introduced to the people at Dignity Gold. And uh, one thing led to another, and then uh, another really good friend of mine and and business partner of mine um, actually is is an advisor for one of the gold mines that supplies them gold. So it was kind of really a neat situation. And uh, we just started talking, and this was over a year ago a year and a half ago and I said you know you know what you need you need racing tied in with influencers that'll get your name out there um, quicker than you know mm-hmm. I said the auto racing community has a great fan base it's fast it's sexy it's high performance and that's what crypto is
1: Yeah,
0: and uh, we we ended up putting an agreement together last summer I think it was in June of 21 we signed our contract and it was Pretty big deal to go full time IndyCar car racing, and uh, we were going to do about four or five races last year in the IndyCar series, but because uh, dignity, because Dignity Gold is a, um, it's really a unique uh, company. They're they're a you got to keep this in mind compared to other cryptos. They're a registr- regulation based company and they with filings and registrate they voluntarily do filings and and register with the security and exchange none of the other cryptos do that so um because they're doing that they're 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 basically going to be the new model crypto and they're going to look great in the eyes of the u.s and the the securities and exchange so they were there's a process they have to follow meaning they have to go on the Asian exchange, they have to go on the global exchange, and um, it's part of the fil- filing process for trade in the USA. So last summer, they were nowhere near doing that. Now they've just completed phase two, and they're about two months away from having that completed and being able to be put on the U.S. platforms and exchanges so anybody can buy and sell and, 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 and do all their through all their stuff. So right now, if you're a, uh, a foreign investor, you can go on bigglobal.com or CryptoSX and buy buy and trade uh, Dignity Gold on their, their DIGAU coin on those markets. But in three, let's say three months, two to three months from now, you'll be able to go on Coinbase, Gemini, Genesis, and uh, be able to buy and sell that coin uh, all day long. So, with all that said, we were gearing up to do the IndyCar series this year. Um, and we ran into an engine situation where we couldn't get motors. The supply chain, has, as you know, the effects that it's yeah. had on NASCAR has been so bad that it's really affected General Motors and, and, uh, and Honda. So we couldn't even get motors. So we were kind of in a crazy position. Where, oh, shit, what do we do now? We, we've got this great partnership and I call it a partnership, not a sponsorship, because it's a partnership. Yeah. They're partnered with us, and it's a big deal. It's a you know a five-year deal with options, so it's 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 pretty big. What do we do? We've got this great uh, partnership. We're doing some things international, which I'll tell you about shortly. And we can't race in the USA because we can't get engines. What do we do now? So it just happened to be the weekend that the Los Angeles Coliseum race was on TV. Mm -hmm. And uh, CEO of Dignity Gold called me up. He said, hey, are you watching this NASCAR race on TV? I said, no, no. I said, "Uh, you're talking about the exhibition race? He says, yeah. He said, I don't know what kind of race it is, but it's effing awesome. They're racing at the UCLA football field. This is so cool. This is so cool. So... He said, how do we, with all these engine problems, how do we make, is it possible to make the switch to NASCAR? I kind of laughed at it for a minute, but then I said, well, it's something to look into. We can definitely look into it. So um, I uh, I thought to myself, how, how in the world are we going to do this? So, and I really wasn't too familiar with the next-gen car because it really wasn't, it really wasn't my, my, um, my focus or, or i didn't even really care because i was so focused on what we were doing in, in indycar and what we were doing internationally that i really wasn't really paying too close attention to what nascar was doing with this car and all that other stuff i knew Delara designed it and they were having it built in michigan but I, that's really all i knew about it and i thought it was a gorgeous looking car when i saw some of the, the pictures i thought man this is gorgeous so I decided I took hell looking at this. So my first call was Jeff Clark over at Roush Yates, and I knew Jeff from the old Arca days, he says, Hey, Jeff, I have one question for you before I get into anything else. If I run some cup races this year, can I get my hands on an engine? Or is this just like IndyCar where there, it, there's no way? He said, no, we can get you an engine. But he said things have really changed in, in NASCAR since you've last competed. You just can't show up and do one-offs with this next gen car, you have to go through this whole process and all this this crazy stuff. And I said, okay, well, that's good to know. So my first call then was to uh, Megan Miley at NASCAR, who's absolutely wonderful. And then she hooked me up with Tom Swindell and the whole team over there and Sharon and Dale and all those guys and Brad Moran and, and the whole crew. And they have done nothing but go out of their way to help us. They are fantastic. So that was great for us. That was very impressive on that level. And then you take the uh, the ratings of what uh, the L.A. Coliseum race did and, and the new fan base that it, it brought to the table. And then you take the Daytona 500 and their numbers and all the, the past few races with their numbers. And it's like, man, NASCAR's on a swing back. And I... Uh, I called a couple of friends of mine in racing who who are uh, pretty well invested in NASCAR, some big names. I said, "Hey, making the switch here is it, is it is it is it worth the loss that I'm gonna I'm gonna take? You know, to to, to switch things up and kind of purchase all kinds of new equipment. Is it worth it? Do you do you think NASCAR is really in the upswing or is this just a phase?" And I said, "No, it's." NASCAR is back. NASCAR is back. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at this next gen car and I'm talking to, you know, my, my performance director and, and I'm like, wow, this car just is so cool. It's so awesome. It's such a great car. I mean, it's a real race car. You know, you can honestly, you can honestly look at this thing and say, you know what? It's, it's, it's not a, a, a box of sheet metal. This is mm-hmm. a real race, a real race car. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. uh, and it's so cool and so awesome that i nascar did a fantastic job with it it's an awesome job and um so uh we saw that and we saw the next gen you know becoming much more easy to work with and i'm like hey we could do this out of chicago uh we can easily do this out of chicago we don't have to be in north carolina you know it has the uh flange pit or flange fit flange fit whatever they call it bodies you know, composite bodies um, you wreck something you don't have to go back to North Carolina and have uh, sheet metal work done body work done you know it's just swap swap the pieces out right mm-hmm. and uh, so just it, it was just a it was just a great car it just made it made it really interesting for us. So our plan was this year to, to run eight races and NASCAR next year do maybe fifteen or twenty. And then year three go full time. But because of the next gen car, we're able to advance everything. Where if everything goes well this year, it's very possible we can go full time in uh, twenty three next year.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's it's yeah. So it's really really cool. It's very exciting. I'm very excited about it. Um, you know the, the the people on NASCAR are just amazing. You know, shit, they're just so nice. They're so helpful, and they're, you know, hey, you know, I honestly the same at IndyCar too. You, you can't complain. IndyCar is, I mean, they're fantastic people too. So we're very, you know, that's the one thing about the United States. We're very fortunate. We have some really, really, really good racing series here. Yeah, with uh, IndyCar, NASCAR, the sports car, so stuff. We're very, very fortunate. We have some really good, some really good racing here. Um. So yeah, so we're we're, we're excited about uh, that part of it, and now the fun part—you probably want to hear about Tarso a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, am I doing this right, or are you? Are, are we doing a live show, or do you want? Am I just talking too much? If I am, just no, that's, that's just it's it's perfect.
1: Yeah, we do this—you know, it's a podcast, and we just we sit here and talk. Usually, I have I have Tommy Joe with me, uh, who's a driver in, in the Xfinity series, and we, you know, we go back and forth. We will have a guest on. It's just it's just conversation, so this is perfect.
0: Oh, cool, cool! Are we are we on the podcast now?
1: Yeah, this will be going on the. It's okay. not live, but it'll go up in like okay. an hour or so. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, cool! Yeah. Cool! 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 So, um, so anyway, so uh, you know, now getting with Tarso. Um, Tarso, uh, great guy, uh, great person, and uh, you know, I consider him a good friend. And um, Tarso and I were working on a project. We still are working on a on a uh, exotic car uh, hypercar project right now, and um, he knew I was putting together this car program with Dignity, and uh, I'm looking at his social media and I'm looking at all the stuff he's doing, and I'm like, man, Tarso, for for for, for a guy who hasn't hasn't raced in a in a couple years, you. You're you're a media monster over here in Brazil. I mean, you're doing fantastic. I mean, you've got 1.2 million Instagram followers. I mean, think about that for a minute. 1.2 million. NASCAR is 1.5 million. Carso yeah. at one time, at one time had about 1.5, 1.6. He was actually had had more than than uh, the NASCAR, and then he dropped back some because he wasn't keeping up on it now he's back to keeping up on it full time and he's 1.2 million but that's 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 a huge huge number of followers and the reason he has so many is because over in brazil he's a celebrity he's a he's on tv shows he has his own tv show he's got a very big business over there a very well-known business called tmc concepts where he designs cars and he designs houses and airplanes and boats and yachts and in architecture he's got a very big design studio he's very very good at, at what he does and you know they do amazing motorcycle works uh, he's won the motorcycle uh, stuff I think six years in a row I think it was here in Daytona at bike weeks um, so he just worked very very hard on his celebrity basis over there he's very well known and um, if you can believe this or not he's actually a bigger name in Brazil than helio and Tony Cannon. Tony Kanell and Helio—they're only well known here in in, in America because of mm-hmm. what they've done here. But in Brazil, Tarsos is a bigger name. Isn't isn't that isn't that something? Yeah. Think about that. Think about that. So I look at this and I'm like, okay, Tarso, you're a media machine. I said, do you want to come? Do you want to come back and uh, and run my uh, race in my IndyCar program? And he laughed. And uh, I said, listen, I said. The sponsor. My sponsor is very unique. It's it's not, it's not an oil company. It's not a a a cigarette. It's not a tire company. It's a cryptocurrency company that needs influencers. It needs followers. It needs media. It needs media, 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 media. media. It screams media. It screams influencers. And um, that's what you do. These other drivers I'm talking to. I mean. They're great people. They're great drivers, but but that's not really what I need uh, at the time. I need I need uh, the reach. I need the outreach. Yeah. And I look at Tarso. And I said, Tarso, this is the best of both worlds. I said, Number one, you're a fantastic driver, and and you know I have a lot of faith in you as a, as a driver. And, a, and you're a media machine. I need you. I need you. To, <laughs> do me a favor. He says, Okay. So about two or three weeks later, I said, We're we're right in the middle of about three different projects. We're we got some interesting stuff going on. We got this car saying We got a uh, another really surprise. I think it's going to be pretty big news in the next few months. And, and we're working on some motorcycle stuff. And I said, "Let's talk about IndyCar." He said, "Wait a minute, you're you, you're serious? You, you're not kidding about all that?" I said, "No, I'm serious. Let's get the contract done." He said, "Oh my god, I thought you were teasing this whole time." I said, "No." So I said, "We're going to get you out of retirement, and we're going um, to get we're going to get the to." to be your sponsor. He said, who? I said, depends, you know, the, the diaper, the whole diaper company. <laughs> so he, so he, he laughed at that. So, um, I said, no, let's do this. So we we're going to run, um, you know, two cars in and, in, uh, in the IndyCar series this year, Tarsal full time. And we had another driver from Italy, a really, really amazing talent out of Italy, um, for 13 races. And, and he may do something with us on the NASCAR side this year too, just to keep him preserved so we can put him back in Indy next year. But um, but anyway, so that was the plan, is how we got Tarso to come back and we do our deal. And, um, and he's a, you know, when you're starting a new team you need a guy like Tarso. Uh, you need a you need a guy like him. You need a guy like him that A knows engineering, knows motorsports, he's he's polite, he's a gentleman. He's he's a team player. Yeah. And my biggest my biggest thing in 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 racing, and, and you may not want to hear this, and I probably gonna get in trouble for saying this, is the the weakest link in a chain in racing has always been a driver. Drivers are always the toughest thing to deal with. And I'm you know I'm sorry if other drivers out there hear me and they get mad at me, but it's unfortunately it's just the way it goes. You know, mm-hmm. I'm. And it's very seldom that you can work with a driver that that can give you what you need and 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 not be selfish and actually put the team as their priority. A lot of these drivers are. And I'm not talking for everybody, so please, you know, I, I want to clarify, I'm not saying every driver is yeah. like this, but some drivers are like this. They're very selfish. They think about themselves first. They don't care about the team. They're very sneaky. Um, they 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 are very con, concerned with the sponsor. You know, the, how are we going to steal the sponsor away from you? And uh, I didn't need that going into a new undertaking. You know, undertaking like I was doing in IndyCar. I didn't. I didn't need that. I needed a guy like a Tarso that would be a a friend and 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 somebody that would. Um, you know, work with me and go through the ups and the, and the downs and any other driver would have, uh, would have, you know, would have uh, ran for the hills when we had this engine problem. Tarso was like, no, it's, we're in this together. How do we, how do we figure this out? Yeah. How do we figure this out together and, and, and get to the end? And I love that about Tarso and, uh, and, uh, you know, taking on this NASCAR thing I'm doing with NASCAR. I mean, this isn't easy. I mean, this is, this isn't easy at all. And, and, you, know, you got to protect your sponsor. You got to protect your people, your, your your team, your your other partners, and um, you want a driver that's not going to give you a headache, but be there for you and be be a support, you know, support blanket. Um, I remember in the past. I mean, I I couldn't stand dealing with my drivers in the past. You know, I had a couple in the past that were, were wonderful, but I had a handful that were just total pain in the asses. I I, I never wanted to deal with them. Um, they were just, uh, you know, you know, just, just terrible. I mean, it's all about them, and, and that's yeah. not that's not how you build a team. You know, you build a team with, with, uh, with teamwork, and um, and you have to you have to have that. You know, you, you know, you have to have a good you know good group of people, and and which I'm very fortunate to have, and and you have to have good partners, which I'm very fortunate to right. have, but you have to have the drivers that are there with you too. That with you through thick and thin. And, and that's what we have with Tarso, And, um, so I'm very, very happy, very happy with that. And, uh, I'm honored that he's, that he's, uh, hanging in there with me to do this. So, I mean, he knows our goal, you know, he knows what we're trying to do. He knows, you know, that, that we're building, we're building something, you know, we have the plans to build something big here. And, and, and he's, he's, part of the concrete that's the, the foundation uh, of this team so we're very, we're very fortunate for that i'm very fortunate for that yeah this is definitely yeah this is definitely a, a blessing from from god you know god makes things happen in, in mysterious ways right mm-hmm. and uh i truly feel that this nascar thing is is really gonna be the way to go it's 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 uh you know, just the way it presented itself, the way everything worked out. I truly believe it was the powers of of of, uh, of uh, God and just just making it go the way the way it did. You know, putting us in NASCAR like it like it did, and uh, so forth. You know, I still hope that we can uh, we can still find our way back to Indy this year. I mean, that's still our still our goal. You know, we still a little luck and a little help from above will be in that race this year. If not. We definitely plan on being there next year, but um, yeah, but, yeah it's,
1: but it's fun. Yeah, and it's, it's all people. I mean, that's that's really cool. I think awesome. you know everybody. It's all people. Everybody knows, and you know, in motorsports, it's so you know, especially now more than ever, it's so you know, people-driven, company-driven, you know, sponsor-driven, and to have like like you said, it's not a sponsorship; it's a partnership between you know what you guys are doing over there. So how you know, you know, just just. You know, in a summary, what does it really mean to, to build that partnership and to be able to do things like this? Like, hey, you're going, you know, NASCAR Cup Series racing. You could go IndyCar racing, you know, and, and the partnerships like a huge factor in that.
0: Well, you know, it's kind of funny these to make all this happen. These these are all partnerships and relationships that I have developed through my whole business career. that goes back know 30 some years i mean it's 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 this wouldn't be possible with without all those relationships there's there's pieces of this whole puzzle that have to do with this have to do with this have to do with this have to do with this, do with this. and it just you know, complements complements everyone and it's just uh compliments everyone and everything and so it's so it's really all relationships i mean you know a lot of people think hey you want to go racing it's just who can write the biggest check no the you want to go racing you need great relationships you need great you need great people and you need a great driver that's going to work with you and not against you that's uh that's the main thing and um i'm very fortunate you know to to have tarso uh very uh, in, in this project and just like indy in 19 i was very fortunate to have Oreo servia I mean, you know Oriole was uh was a godsend you know back uh back in indy in 19 and and uh, we'll get back there with them again. But um, you know, I'm very lucky with uh, you know with the with the, especially these two guys. But um, and that's what it takes. That's that's what you need, and that's what it takes to uh, to um, to build a successful program. And 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 you need good people around you. You know, we have an amazing commercial uh, department, which you know is very important. I really haven't talked much about that. Uh, I haven't been able, you know any of us really haven't been able to talk about that, but we have I bet you I bet you I can come back on your show in um, in August and I bet you I can tell you that we have the best commercial department in all of motorsports in the US. My commercial department is headed up by a gentleman by the name of John Viola. John Viola comes from the <clears throat> the sports world, the uh, NBA, NHL, mm-hmm. he was a, a, a vice president at the Chicago Bulls, he was the head revenue revenue uh, generator at um, the Mighty Ducks in Anaheim, and uh, the guy knows sports marketing, he knows how to make money, and he knows how to be creative, and he's got some great people around him as well that we're implementing into, uh, into some of our... Uh, some of our deals and some of the things we're doing, um, we've got some really cool things happening. We're, we're really targeting um, some, you know, some unique markets right now too. So, yeah, I think you're going to see some really cool things. I mean, from we're really going to be creative. We're really going to think outside the box, and we really have some really, really fun stuff that we're going to be doing. And like I said, I bet you we come back here in August, and I bet you you'll be like, yeah. wow, that was we never thought of that or we never thought of that. That's really cool. And, you know, it's again, it's great people. It's yep. great people. And, uh, you know, John is, um, fantastic and he's one of the best and I'm very, uh, very lucky to have him too. And, uh, so that's uh, pretty exciting. So this is what you need. These are the building blocks you need to build a, you know, to build a successful team. You know, we, um, we're not, uh, like I said, we're not here just to do eight races you know, we're here to do some, uh, some cool things and some big things. And, uh, yeah, I look, uh, I look forward to, uh, showing, you know, showing you, like I said, in August, what we did, you know, look at the, the commercial department, look at the performance department, look at, look at our, even our, our social media. I, you know, the biggest mistake that I've, that I've made in, in, in uh in racing and my time in racing is I've never have and it's my fault, I'm the only one to blame. I've never taken social media real serious, you know? Yeah. And I've always I'm not a techie. I'm, I'm I'm a little behind when it comes to technology and all that. And my my uh, my kids are, are little geniuses and stuff and with with when it comes to all that stuff. And I, I never took I never took the social media stuff uh, real serious. And my, my ex wife um, would tell me for years, we got to get more involved with, with uh, this. We got to get more involved with that. And I said, no, I said, no, that's not important. That's not important. I mean, that was the, that was a one piece of advice I wish I would have listened to her, listen to her on. Yeah. So, um, we've really invested now. We have, uh, we have a you know, a great guy heads up all our media and our, Uh, social media and digital media. His name is Adam Fluck who's um, the the guy's amazing I mean I I can't say enough about him he's 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 amazing he's he's another one we're doing some really cool things Um, some really cool promotions I think our our numbers yesterday I was told this morning our numbers yesterday just on some of the platforms we had we had terrible numbers like I'm talking embarrassing numbers like I should be embarrassed to tell you what our, our our numbers were, and I guess in the last day or two they they've they've doubled, they've yeah. uh, tripled. So um, hopefully they're going to just continue to keep going up and up and up. But um, yeah, it's really it's really cool. You know, we've, we've got some cool things we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing some things. Uh, uh, you know, you enter drawings to win um, some really cool merchandise. And so we've got some saw today some of the hats they had made i mean just really cool stuff uh you know win some of that stuff um have dinner with uh with uh, the drivers um trips to races uh crypt you know we will give you uh uh, packages of dignity gold you know thousand dollars dignity gold if you're the you know whatever their promotion is and then uh, so that's really kind of cool and, uh, so yeah, so I mean, I'm telling you, we, we, we had the dream team. I'm, I honestly can tell you, we have the, the dream team in this program and it's really kind of cool. And, uh, it's definitely the team you need to get it, to get something like this built yeah. and off the, and off the ground. Yeah. So I'm sure. very pleased.
1: And I like the, the schedule you just, that you guys we'll have the right
0: too. people, You like
1: what? The schedule, the, the race schedule. I mean, you, you know, how you noted, you know, eight races this year and then obviously you got your good selection of road courses and then the ovals and then running daytona too you think that's you know when, when you were you know kind of picking out the schedule what you guys wanted to run was that kind of in mind just kind of wanting to get a mix of like all the different types of tracks
0: yes yes absolutely we wanted to we wanted to mix you know because basically what i wanted to do is prepare tarsal for 23 yeah you know give them a taste of road course short, short track and and uh, the big tracks um and our our original schedule was even better than that, but because of the approval process, you know, we had to cut some things out and do some different things. But um, no, it's it's. I think it's going to give him a good taste of what next year is going to do, um, which is really kind of cool. Now, another thing that we haven't talked about, and you'll 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 see uh, you'll see in the news to probably tomorrow, is um, we have a. And this is a deal we put together over the over the winter before we even thought of NASCAR. Well, we uh, <clears throat> we set up a team in Brazil to run the GT Sprint Series, which is the stock car series of Brazil.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the cars are very similar to the next-gen cars, um, uh, a little more advanced. Tarso actually developed the car, designed the car, and tested the car. So he's been out there he, he has more miles of these stock cars than probably the the, the drivers today yeah. have just because of all the testing and development he's done so i'm I'm not concerned at all about him um, about him uh, getting approved for anything I'm actually more worried about him running the truck race because um, and and nothing to do with his skill but you know uh, i I just don't want you know the next gen car is a real race car, and uh, he's used to a car like that. But the trucks, you know, I don't know if he's used to the trucks. So yeah. um, that's going to be his first test race, and uh, you know,
1: hopefully he'll be able to, uh, <clears throat> to to get that around the track with no problem. Oh yeah, it can get wild uh, in there in the truck series. That's for sure. They they, oh, yeah. <laughs> they oh, get yeah. a little riled up sometimes. I think it's the first oh yeah first time they're heading to Sonoma because that's where he's making a start right.
0: Yeah, he's gonna run a truck race in Sonoma, get approved in, in uh, Sonoma, God willing and and, uh, and so forth. He'll be approved and he'll be in Road America, I think it's the next weekend, right? Yeah running the I'll uh leave cup
1: you the, yeah, yeah, the next or the weekend right after. Yeah. Two weeks after. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. So that's uh, that'll be really fun, you know. Um, the approval process in NASCAR is very tough, you know, it's it's uh you know, there's there's some rules and regulations, and I'm, ha- I'm I'm happy. I mean, it's you know, it's one of the best series in the world, so you don't want it to be that easy, yeah. Where anybody can just get into. So I, you know, I, I compliment guys like Brett Dodine and and the series directors for you know keeping everything safe. Or, you know, most importantly, safe, but but also um, a little bit challenging. Where you know the the real wealthy guy can't just write a check and and jump in a car. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I like I that a lot. I like that a lot. That's, that's really impressive. Um, yeah. So so we're going to respect it, and the rules. And I just hope we have a great day out there in the trucks. And like I said, God willing. And and uh, I just hope uh, Tarso impresses Brett as much as he impressed me. So Yeah. yeah but uh, I'm, I'm going to roll the dice. I, I honestly and truly am not worried at all. That's how much faith I have in Tarso. Mm-hmm. I don't have any. I don't have any concern over that. I'm more worried about parts. You know? Yeah, I'm more. I'm more worried about what's going on in Russia. Is that going to screw up our parts? I'm more worried about are the gas prices. You know, is our transportation costs going to double? Um, you know, <laughs> that's kind of where I. more of my concerns than than if Tarsal is going to be approved to. Yeah. To run a race. That's how much yeah. faith I have in him.
1: More more of the logistics. Or the logistics yeah. more of the logistics for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. yep. Yeah.
1: But I think that's really cool, you yeah, guys. Exactly. You know, being in in Chicago, and if you just want to note on that a little bit, I mean, uh, ba- basing yourself from Illinois, um, and and kind of like you had said earlier, oh, we you know we don't have to do this from North Carolina, and now doing it from where yeah. you guys are doing it. I mean, you know, kind of in your own in your own realm. I mean, how how cool is that? You
0: know, it's really kind of it's really kind of interesting. You know. I'll talk about this for a minute. So we were always based in Chicago and, and when we first got into the, when, you know, when I bought Larry Clements racing team back in 11 or 12, whatever year that was, that's when Matt Carter was driving for the team. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, the team was down in Denver, North Carolina by Travis Carter. And, um, Larry said to me, do you want to keep it down here? And I thought about it. I said, you know, that, I mean, it's not a bad idea. We'll keep the team down there, and all the people are down there. And, and I remember one thing that Dale Coyne told me. I was in Dale Coyne's office in Chicago once, and we were talking about Carl Haas and Bernie Haas' his wife and, and an old team manager that was at Newman Haas by the name of Brian Lyle. And Dale said, yeah, I ran into Brian at the airport. and We were talking, and I said, I said, Dale, why, why don't they just move the team to Indy? And he said, you know, Brian told me, he said, Carl never wanted to move the team to Indy because he was afraid he would lose it. He would lose control. It wouldn't be his team anymore. Yeah. And I never really understood what he meant until I got into the business. And in that year, when you're the guy 1,100 miles away or 1,200 miles away, they have no, you lose respect. They have no respect for you. They don't, they don't care about you. They don't. They don't. They just, just give us their, give us our paycheck, buy all the parts we need. Let's steal whatever we can out of here to go run our late models. And I knew that it couldn't. I knew I had to have it in my own backyard. And I and I wasn't gonna move. So I said no, Larry. I said I'm gonna move this into Chicago. And and, and 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 by the way, I, I want to clarify. I I just. I'm telling you what I was told. Nobody stole or anything like that. Yeah. You know, I wasn't, I'm not saying anybody down there stole anything. Um, I'm just saying this is the, the fear that I had from what other teams told me when we are when the team was down there being run by Travis and Matt Carter was racing for it, when Larry had it, it was a great time. I and mean, Travis was the best in the business. I mean, he was one of the most honorable men you'll ever meet. So I, so I just want to clarify that. I, that's, I wasn't yeah. saying anything like that. I just knew if I wasn't there, these team members that you know don't you don't know they don't respect you, or care about you, or anything else. So fast forward to moving into Chicago, I could see easily how that how that could could be. But anyway, so I got lucky. Um, was able to hook up with a gentleman by the name of Dave Weltmeyer, who's a famous short track racer in the Midwest. He raced with Mark Martin and and uh, Rusty Wallace and Dick Trickle and all those guys in the Artco series and the the uh short track series so i convinced him to come on board and he was he was a godsend i mean he's another one you I mean, he's involved now he's running he's gonna head up all the performance on his nascar deal but i mean he's another one you, you have people like that that you can trust and you can dave, i'll tell you this i've been involved in several businesses and i still am involved in several businesses in my life the best guy that ever has worked for me is dave welmire he just gets it done he gets it done he's the type of guy just, he just gets everything done, and uh, I wish I could duplicate him, I wish I can, you know, I can make a hundred of them, he's just, he's fantastic, but yeah. uh, anyway, I was able to hook up with him, we built this deal in Chicago, we ran our K&N, our ARCA, we did all our driver development, testing stuff out of there, and part testing, and some other stuff out of there, and like I said, it, it's really cool to be here, to be in Chicago. And um, I, uh, I had a meeting one day with a good friend of mine from NASCAR, Peter Landman. He came up to Chicago to see me. We were working on a, a deal to bring a, to bring a company to NASCAR as a sponsor to NASCAR. And he's in my shop and he says, you need to put a sign outside. Chicago's only NASCAR-based team. Yeah. And I put put that in my head. I'm like, wow, that's, that's cool. That's cool to think about that. So it's a great marketing tool now. Mm-hmm. As of right now, knock on wood, there's no other NASCAR team here. So we can we can honestly say we're the only NASCAR team based in Chicago. It's a great marketing tool. And if NASCAR is successful at the street race they want to do in Chicago, that's going to be even awesome, uh, oh, yeah. even better for us. We'll, we'll have – you know, we'll we'll definitely have we'll party there like it's 1999 again. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be huge. I mean, we'll, we'll have so many partners and and, and people that want to jump on board. I, I I honestly get probably two calls a day, and this has been going on for a few months. Hey, what's going on with that race in Chicago? That race in Chicago. Yeah, and I was very doubtful because back in 2011, I put together a group to try to bring an IndyCar race to Chicago. And before I even got to the promoter part, you know, of going to somebody to to promote it, I was shot down by uh, the mayor's office. So don't even even think about it. And I mean, I had some of the best lobbyists and some of the best uh, political power in Illinois, and they Mm -hmm. couldn't even pull it off. And uh, so with this NASCAR thing happening, I, I don't know. I don't even want to ask. I don't know how it's getting done, but I hear it's pretty close to to get finalized so if that's yeah. the case that is that is awesome i'm so excited i mean that would be that that would be like christmas every day for me yeah. to um, to have that because there's so much we can do i mean i mean i could just just from other businesses i'm involved in i can incorporate all that and in all into the race and the race team and, and the promotional stuff and so you know the, the celebrity uh circles that i that i that i'm affiliated with in Chicago, it would just be, it would be huge. We, we I would probably, and, and, and this is funny, and I mean this when I tell you this, in the street race in Chicago, I bet you I'd run five cars there, and I'm not trying to sound silly, I'm not trying to sound stupid, I probably would enter five cars in that race. Wow. That's how, that's how big of a race that yeah. would be,
1: that would be so cool. That would be cool. Yeah, I keep hearing about, I mean, they, so cool. they, they've they been pushing it real hard for a while, I mean, that's the thing, that's, that's a rumor that's been going on for like two years now, and I think they're, they're still trying it, and I think I don't know how close they are to in the finalizing processes. But I know they had already built a virtual track last year to test it out yep, and see yep. how it would work, and and now they're continuing yep. to push it. And I know for for me, I know it wasn't in Chicago, but the, you know the Joliet Speedway. Seeing that go away it was you know it was sad for a lot of NASCAR fans. And me, I went there a lot as a kid. But to if they brought a street yeah. race to Chicago. I mean, that'd be uh, that'd be awesome for everybody.
0: You know what? The Joliet race. Was a beautiful track, beautiful area, beautiful race. It was a great place, but the problem with it is, if you're trying to hit the Chicago market, yeah, you don't. You're too far. You're yeah, too far from too Chicago. Far away. You're, you're 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 way too far, and um, it's very hard to promote. Back in 2000, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but back in 2000, I um, I was the first person in, to ever be able to do this. You know, I did this before Dale Earnhardt Jr. did it before Danica, before Eddie Cheever. Um, I was the first person to convince the city of Chicago to shut down Michigan Avenue and run an IndyCar down the street. I did it December 3rd, 2000 wow. with Dick Simon Racing. I, I was working with Dick Simon Racing at the time. I convinced the city of Chicago. We shut down the street to run the car, and we were only doing it to promote the sh- the brand-new Chicagoland Speedway with the upcoming IndyCar race, yeah. the first race ever it, and we did that, and I remember December 3rd, it was so cold. It was so cold, would you believe oh, yeah. this? The car wouldn't even start. <laughs> we, got more, we got more publicity from all the news, seeing this car not start, because it got so cold the night before. We should have left the transporter on to keep everything warm. But it wouldn't start. So we ended up towing the car down the street with a Chicago police truck. And we had a big press release afterward at the ESPN Center, the ESPN Zone. But it was huge news. It was great. Wow. So um, it was a lot of fun, but that was when we were promoting the first race in Chicago. So the point of my story is I thought, Hey, this is going to be great. We're going to, I'll be, I'll, I'll be able to put a lot of deals together for this race. And I kept getting the door shut on me. I said, no, it's too far. It's too far. It's too far. It says, tell yet? it's an hour away. It's too far, <laughs> too far. It's, 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 if now, if you were in the city, we'd be all over it, but they had two complaints. one, car was a little bit of a mess back then because it was two thousand five years after the split and two um, it was too far it wasn't they didn't they a lot of the companies a lot of the big the big brass that I talked to in Chicago, it was it was out of their market yeah basically it doesn't really do anything for us it's we'd rather spend you know a million dollars and go to the you know the the US open in and, and, you know 15minute ride outside of the city and, and entertain our clients there or you know we'd rather take this money and spend it in indianapolis for the 500 or you know, we'd rather go to you know do baseball and football so it was a struggle so yeah with that race on the city streets yeah it would be that would be amazing wow. that would be like i said that would be christmas yeah. every day for
1: for me yeah that'd be awesome man well I'm, ex- I'm excited i'm excited i mean when i saw saw the, the news and everything yesterday i mean i'm i'm excited we're, we're always we're always open arms to any any a new team coming along but you know just hearing about you know everything that you know the, the the stories behind and everything i'm i'm even more excited now i mean to see y'all on track i mean that's awesome and being from chicago that just you know hits personal for me so i, I i'm loving it i'm looking forward to seeing you guys on the racetrack
0: now, now tell me now. I I heard you said in the beginning. You said you have family in Lagrange, Illinois, but are you from Chicago?
1: So all of my family, you know, except for me, I I was born in in Tampa, but I okay. uh, right, right right after my my parents moved. But basically, my parents, everybody else, you know, it, it was born in, in Chicago or you know, you know do you know the uh, the Oak Lawn, Oak Oak Forest oh, yeah. area. Yeah. That's where that's where a lot yep. of them are. A few of them in Lagrange, and you know, a few of them live you know closer to more of the city. You know, they're all kind of scattered around. But you know, it's really it's really nice going up there and visiting. So you know, we don't do hopefully hopefully a street course soon that I can go and visit. But man, I know I go up there a lot to see family, so I'll have to I'll have to come maybe check you guys out sometime.
0: Oh, absolutely, up there. absolutely. We're 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 definitely if we had that race up here, we're definitely going to do something something really cool and. and... And we think we're going to make it, you know, I was just approached two weeks ago, Saturday. Um, my, my, uh, my, uh, my, my brother is, is one of the biggest um, franchisees of a uh, big restaurant chain up here, my brother, Jason, and uh, he's tied in with some big real estate people. And uh, I was approached a couple of weeks ago by one of these real estate guys. I said, Hey, out by DeKalb, Illinois, by the university out here, Northern Illinois, I think it is. We want to build a campus. We, you know, we want to build like a racing campus where the stu- students can come over here and be trained and so forth. Would you have any interest in, in being part of that, building a shop here? And uh, so that's something we're looking into right now. We're looking into building like a maybe a miniature North Carolina up here. So yeah. that could be interesting. Hmm. I would love to. I'd love to try to get some of the suppliers up here as a hub, you know, as a, as a, uh, as a, uh, satellite, you know, I, I know a lot of them aren't going to leave North Carolina, but yeah, if we can build, if we could build like a, a little, a little campus and, uh, a little campus and, uh, uh, you know, um, get some of the big suppliers up here, I think that would be awesome. You have to remember short track racing is huge in the Midwest, absolutely mm-hmm. huge huge
1: yeah it is for sure
0: so yeah so there's a big hub uh, right up here in chicago but um a lot of ideas you know it's a lot of ideas and uh you know it's it's there's a lot of potential let's put it that way you know um it's gonna take a lot of work to put a lot of these ideas into motion but the cool thing is they're there yeah and oh by the way that all came because of the nascar deal That, that that you know that came hurt your you know i was approached hey you're doing uh nascar uh this is what we want to do yeah so that could be that could be interesting that could be interesting
1: cool that's awesome yeah yeah awesome really cool man well i appreciate it i appreciate you coming on here and talking to me i mean this is uh really cool i mean this whole this whole deal i'm really excited about it and i i you know i I wish you guys best of luck because it's it'll come soon enough for sure when you guys making your first start and the truck series, I'm sure, all that, all that'll, all go well. The approval process, even though, truck series is crazy. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Oh yeah,
0: I, that's you know, I'll, I'll tell you a secret. I shouldn't say this, but I think the truck series is my favorite series. <laughs> yeah. I um. Oh my god! It's, uh, the racing is exciting. It's, it is. It's, it's so cool. You never it's know so what to cool. expect so watching it. It's just. Exactly, it's, exactly. It's so fun to watch. I, 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 I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Yeah. But it's... um. But no, you know, RJ, I want to thank you for your time and, and, and your support, you know, without people like you, you know, spreading the word, you know, we don't have a, we don't have a sport. So, you know, I appreciate uh, everything that you do and, and uh, a lot of the other people in media do. So anything we could do to help support you, let us know, just keep it coming, keep it coming, whatever we can do. we're Like I said, we got some cool social media things that are going on. I know you talked to Adam earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, keep keep in touch with Adam and, and uh, whatever we can do to help you and you know help your show grow your show. Maybe we can you know get some of the other guys on the show. Maybe get Dave Wellmeyer on the show, get Tarso on the show. Uh, I think an interesting show for you would be to get uh, uh, John Viola on the show, who heads up my commercial stuff, just to to talk about the background of auto racing that a lot of people don't know about. You know what mm-hmm. it really takes you know to you know to to get the sponsor to to put in proposals, to, um, you know, to build these special things that these sponsors need just to convince them to do this. I think that's a, that, that can make a really cool show for you. Just yeah. to show a different, a different side of, uh, of, uh, of auto racing.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. And then John, John Stange, thank you for coming on the show today. I mean, incredible to have you on here today. Uh, I mean, just one day removed from, from the big announcement. So really cool to have John Stange jr. On the show today and for everybody, watching the show uh at home or if they're driving or listening wherever you may be watching the driver's meeting podcast we're back in business hope to be getting the show back out weekly and weekly uh with some awesome guests and it starts today with john stange jr ceo of stange racing so really cool to have him on the show today thank you all for listening thanks to you all to bet online thanks to the believe podcasting network thanks to everybody that tunes into the show we'll see you all next week